You're a conscious luminary and you're getting it going in the NFT space. Welcome to Golden Meta Sessions with Doc Peace. I'm your host, Dr. Peace Uche, also known as Doc Peace. Golden Meta Sessions is a time to celebrate creative expression, featuring NFT creatives who share their doses of inspiration on how they got started, plus tips and strategies on how to boldly creatively express to empower your NFT journey and achieve your version of success. New episodes drop weekly every Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so press subscribe for your weekly dose of Golden Meta Sessions with Doc Peace. This episode of Golden Meta Sessions with Doc Peace podcast is sponsored by Raka, a metaverse company and exclusive manager of French Montana's NFT album drop, 2D Montega, dropping soon. Today we have another golden guest joining us. Lauren Turton is a public speaker, number one best-selling author, creator of Find the Hair, a self-portrait photography project, and restauranteur who made history by being the first independently owned restaurant to launch an NFT project that generates in real life sales for the restaurant. Lauren's the host of Freedom with NFT's community and podcast and co-founder of SheQuest. Lauren's a dear friend of mine who will be sharing more on the importance of and powerful work she is doing to onboard and support women in Web3. Ready to flow gold? LFG. LFG, let's go. Welcome, Lauren Turton. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so pumped to be here, Doc Peace, LFG, let's flow gold. So pumped to have you. Let's dive right on in. Less than one year ago, you shifted from being a renowned Forbes featured business coach to the Web3 space. And I'm curious to know why you decided to, to shift and are you happy that you've made that pivot? Yes. So. I have been for many years looking for the next big thing. I remember when Web 1 happened, I was eight years old, living in the suburbs of Dayton, Ohio, 1994, and my parents brought home our first computer, the big white box. And I didn't know to do anything more with that big white box than occasionally play games after school. And when social media started to roll out, Facebook happened when I was my senior year of high school. I didn't know to do anything more with Facebook than just post a picture of the food or share a random update. You're more than welcome to scroll through my past Facebook posts and you'll see what I mean. And when Instagram came out when I was 26 years old, again, I didn't know that it was a tool that you could use. It wasn't until my early 30s that I started to use Instagram as a tool to generate leads for my business and as a tool to connect with people that followed me and create a community with them. So during this journey, my journey as a business coach, I had been looking out for the next big thing and had been on my mind that there is going to be something that shifts and changes in technology. And Lauren, you need to be at the forefront of it because you cannot let the next big thing pass you by. So I had always been looking on different social media platforms, 
reading about things that were happening in the business world, in technology. And when I found out about NFTs in June of last year, and I spent the months of June and July really going down the rabbit hole, I said to myself, this is it. This is the next big thing. And that's when I decided that I needed to go all in on learning about this technology, eventually implementing the technology because I wanted to be at the beginning of this. I wanted to be at the forefront of what was happening in history as technology changes. Wow. Can you describe what you mean by the next big thing? Well, like I said earlier, Web 1, when the internet came out, that was a big deal. It absolutely changed the world. When social media came out, that is a big deal that changed the world in a drastic way. And so I was looking for the next big thing that would change the world in a drastic way. And I identified in June and July of 2021 that NFTs, blockchain, crypto, metaverse, everything that was happening in those spaces, that this was about to disrupt what is happening and eventually would be become mainstream. So that's what I mean when I say the next big thing, a drastic shift in technology that will dramatically change the world as we know it. Wow. So we're coming on your we're coming upon your first year anniversary of being in Web3. I'm curious to know, what have you accomplished in the last year? The last year has been an incredible journey. Something that I accomplished was I stopped taking business coaching clients. And I share that because a lot of people, when they enter the space, they end up realizing that they want to go full-time into actually go through a very hard time as they transition because they have built something or really identified with the job that they had in web two. And it's almost like a crisis. So that was the first major thing that I did in the web three space is stop taking business coaching clients. And the last client that I took was in August or not August, October, 2021. And I also have started the freedom with NFTs podcast which dropped in late September. So far, we've put out 21 episodes and we've had Gary Vaynerchuk on the show, which has been absolutely incredible. And with just organic marketing, just me posting on my social media accounts, we've had over 65,000 listens. I'm really proud of that number because again, no ad spend, just organic marketing. That's absolutely incredible when you think about that. Aside from the Freedom with NFTs podcast, I own a restaurant in San Diego, California called Chow Chow Piadina, and we're the first independently owned restaurant to create an NFT project that generates in real life sales. We created a customer loyalty program using POOPs and NFTs. You know when you go to a coffee shop and you get the business card and there's the you know 10 times that you can punch the card and on the 10th time you get a free coffee? We essentially created that, but using POOPs and NFTs. Wow. So we're going to have to dive deeper into that. But before we do, okay, did you just say that you interviewed Gary Vaynerchuk on your podcast? Okay. Yes, I did. Wow. We're going to have to dive deeper into that. How did that happen? Can you walk us through how you were able to get Gary Vaynerchuk, one of the leading entrepreneurs in the space, 
onto your podcast? Thank you for this question. I love breaking down the behind the scenes of what took place in order for this to happen because it wasn't luck, it wasn't chance. This was something that I strategically worked for for quite some time. So he announced in the fall of last year the location and the dates for his conference, VCon. And in order to attend VCon, you must hold a VFriends 1. I am not a VFriends 1 holder yet, but I immediately booked a hotel room for the dates and the location that he had just announced. I took a screenshot of the confirmation. I tweeted it. He saw that. He retweeted it. And then that tweet went off. So that was my first big interaction with him. Now, whether he remembers it or not, that's something that definitely went down in my NFT history as a life-changing tweet. And then from there, I've had a few interactions with him. He was speaking at a real estate conference in San Diego, California, and at the real estate conference, there was maybe seven to 10 people that responded when he talked about NFTs during his talk. And so during this time, I was tweeting him saying, Gary, your NFT community is here at this real estate conference. And he was tweeting me back from backstage. So that was another significant moment. Again, whether he remembers it or not, at this point in time, we've had a few interactions. So maybe the name Lauren Turton is starting to stick in his brain. And at this point, the podcast had already been circulating in the community. So maybe he has seen other people post about freedom with NFTs and then has seen the name Lauren Turton. When we shared the Chow Chow Piadina NFT project, we announced it with an IRL in real life event at the restaurant with about 30 people from the San Diego NFT, the San Diego NFT Friends Discord community created by Valerie Castillo, AKA VDizzle777. During the time of the announcement, I asked everyone that felt called to, to get on Twitter and tweet about what it was that we were doing at Chow Chow Piadina. We said something along the lines of, hey Gary, stop watching football, check out what Lauren Turton is doing in San Diego at Chow Chow Piadina. They've created a customer loyalty program using pops and NFTs, the first of its kind. 30 people tweeted it out. We had no interaction with him on that tweet. That is the relationship that I've had with him on Twitter so far. Leading up to NFT NYC, I saw that there was a satellite event taking place called 321 Blast Off to NFT NYC. And it was a ticketed event. I immediately bought tickets for the event. I believe they were around $200 a piece. And I said, I'm going to that event. I'm going to be one of the first people in line. And I'm going to interview Gary V at that event. That is my prerogative. So on the day of that event, I traveled to the event to make sure that I got there an hour early so I could be one of the first people in line. So this is a strategy move right here. This was strategic. I didn't just show up right before the event started. I made sure I got there an hour early, sat on the ground, waited. Then we were allowed to go upstairs as a second or third person to register for the event. Then it comes time to pick our seats. Of course, we're the first people there, so we get in the front row. Then at this point in time, I identify the two points of entry. And I say to myself, these are the only two doors that he could come in. 
And while people started mingling and talking and networking with each other, I said to myself, no, I cannot be engulfed in a conversation right now. I have to have eyes on these doors. And when that man enters that door, whichever one it may be, I need to be able to beeline it to him. So I did not engage in conversation at this time. And sure enough, when he walked into the door, I was the first one to see him walk in and I beelined it to him. And I started to say what I had practiced over and over again so that when I had this moment, I wouldn't choke up and freeze. I said, hi, Gary, it's Lauren Turton. It's an honor to meet you in person, finally. And then he threw me off with this one. He goes, Lauren Turton, I know exactly who you are. You have the Freedom with NFTs podcast. I know what you did with your restaurant in San Diego. You and I were good, we're good. And I did not expect that man to say that to me. So I started to get a little choked up. And this is why I'm so glad I practiced many times what I needed to say to him to secure the podcast interview. I took a breath and then I said, Gary, may I please have three minutes of your time after your talk today so I can interview you on the Freedom with NFTs podcast. And he said, absolutely, Lauren, of course you can. But the story doesn't end there. He delivers his talk. I see that he is about to wrap up and I feel the energy of the entire room behind me start to shift because everyone realizes this is the moment that you can go talk to Gary, you can get a picture with him. So I started to get my stuff together before anyone else did and I basically catapulted myself off of the seat and propelled onto that stage and grabbed him and I said, Gary, podcast. And then he looked at the room and said, everyone, give me five minutes. I'm going to do this interview. And then we beelined it to a hallway and that's when I was able to interview Gary V. And I loved, I loved sharing the story because there was a lot that went into securing this interview with him. Like I said earlier, it just wasn't just luck or chance. There was a lot of work that went into this and a lot of mindset and discipline in order to achieve this interview with him. I was able to get three minutes with him. He shared some incredible advice for newcomers to the NFT space. And honestly, that interview has changed my life. It elevated the perception of the Freedom with NFTs podcast and me by securing and having such a iconic person in the NFT space on the podcast. So I'm very thankful that I really took the time to figure out making this happen. And I'm even more thankful that he said yes. Mm, he said yes, because you asked. So much of what you've shared thus far on this episode has been in alignment with taking aligned action from making the pivot from the beginning, going all in to the Web3 space, from having a successful business coaching business to now crushing it in the space, getting an interview with Gary Vaynerchuk. You also mentioned uh, having the very first historical history-making drop at Chow Chow Piadina, your restaurant. All of this has been in alignment with taking aligned action. So I'm curious to know, where does this come from? What recommendations do you have for the Golden Tribe here on how to go about taking aligned action in their life, in their business? In order to take aligned action, you first need to take a step back and ask yourself, what am I doing? What are my goals? What am I trying to achieve? 
That way you can get crystal clear on what you actually need to take aligned action on. So in the instance of getting a interview with Gary V, that was crystal clear in my mind. I'm going to get an interview with him at this satellite event. I knew I wouldn't be able to get an interview with him at the main event at NFT NYC or at his secret wine party. Too many people. So having in mind, I need to get an interview with Gary V while I'm in New York. Okay, the satellite event. I was able to be crystal clear with my intentions, arriving an hour early, having two sets of eyes on the or having a set of eyes on the two points of entry. Those types of things that allowed me to have aligned action because I was crystal clear with what I wanted the end goal to be. So if anyone is questioning what it is that they're doing in this space, really sit with that and dial into what are your goals? What are your objectives? What do you need to achieve on the short term? What do you need to achieve on the long term? And then create an action plan so that you can be aligned with that and achieve. Gold, gold, gold. I'm curious to know, as you were making this transition, how did you set yourself up for success? What investments did you have to make, whether they were financially or energetically wise investments, so that you were set up for success in Web3? One of the ways that I've set myself up for success in the Web3 space is not only making connections with incredible people who know and are experts on topics that I don't know about, but maintaining relationships with them. So I've had incredible guests on the Freedom with NFTs podcast, and I've done my due diligence since interviewing them to make sure that I keep up with them to maintain that connection. I have people on my phone now that I can call at any given moment to get support in regards to taxes, law, and any other topics that I ever need support with, because I really have taken the time and energy to further those relationships outside of just interviewing them on the podcast. And this is definitely a skill set that some people have, some people don't have. And if you don't have it, I definitely recommend dialing in the skill set because it can be a game changer in your life and in your career. An investment that I've made financially in the space was the Freedom with NFTs podcast. The first season, 21 episodes, was self-funded. That was between that was around five thousand dollars. That was an investment that I made into the space. And the reason why I made that investment was because I knew by starting that podcast that it could help so many people and it could impact so many lives in such a positive way. So I looked at my business and I said, yes, I'm going to invest $5,000 into this. And I also knew by making that investment that that would come back to me tenfold financially and energetically in regards to the connections and friendships I would make. Yes, yes, gold. There's an, a term that I learned actually in the last episode with David Bianchi, social currency. It sounds like you've built up a substantial amount of social currency in the space. Absolutely. Gold. I'm curious to know, when you were going about this journey, what 
what came up in terms of obstacles that you had to overcome and you were able to leverage your background as an event producer and a business coach? Obstacles that have come up for me in the space has definitely been on myself. At one point in time, I thought I had to become a developer. I went deep down the rabbit hole thinking that I had to become something that I have no skill sets in and I have no interest in either. And I know a lot of people go through this when they get into the space because mm -hmm, they think, mm -hmm. oh, I need, to, I need to know this. I need to know that. No, you don't. You need to dial into your unique gifts and skills and expertises and amplify those in the space. Gold. And that's something that was really hard on me for a couple of months because also when I first entered the space, I didn't tell anyone what I was doing. My community didn't know, my clients didn't know, my friends and family didn't know what I was doing. So I was also very lonely for several months in the space. And that's something that was on me as well. I didn't get active in a community or reach out for people for support. So that's another thing on your journey in this space is make sure you are aligning with community members and reach out and say, this is what I need help with. Something that's absolutely incredible about the Web3 space at this point in time is that people are so helpful and willing to lend their expertises for people who do need help. I know in my Discord community, Freedom with NFTs, it is a safe place for people to ask questions. And if I know the answer, I'm happy to answer. And if I don't know the answer, there's somebody else in the community who does, and I'll link them with that person. Or as a community, we will find out the answer for that person. That is absolutely crucial to be able to find communities where you can ask questions and get support on your journey so you're not alone and you're not trying to just figure it out by watching countless hours on YouTube. Gold. Thank you for sharing that. Let's take a quick moment now to hear from our sponsors. This episode of Golden Meta Sessions with Dog Peace podcast is sponsored by Raka, a metaverse company and exclusive manager of French Montana's NFT album drop, 2D Montega. Welcome back to Golden Meta Sessions with Dog Peace. When we enter into the space, it's like a, it's a whole nother world. And it's important to give yourself grace as you navigate the space and align with those who can support you on your journey. It really is a whole nother world. And I'm glad that you said that piece because it can be a very overwhelming world. Mm -hmm. New lingo, new terms, new technology, people communicating in a way that isn't happening in the web two space. A lot of people are using profile pictures that are not of them. They're using names that are not their given names. So it can be intimidating, it can be scary, and that's why it's so important to find people in the space that you can align with, vibe with, and trust. Yes, so very true. One of the beauties of Web3 is that it allows you to combine your business acumen with your creative expression. So I'm curious to know, how are you creatively expressing in this space? Over a decade ago, I started taking photos of myself in a rabbit mask. I was in night school at a community college in Dayton, Ohio called Sinclair Community College. 
taking a certificate program in photography. And during this time, I learned about the art of self-portrait photographers. I did my first series where I shot myself in an abandoned warehouse in downtown Dayton, Ohio. It was low lighting, so I was really blurry. When I was reviewing the photos with my professor, I said, huh, I kind of look like an animal, but I don't look animal-like enough. I should go buy an animal mask. So I went to the Halloween store, I looked at all of the masks that they had, and I realized that if I chose the rabbit mask, which had tall ears, that it would stand out more in the low lighting photos. So I went back to the warehouse and I shot a series that was essentially my Genesis project. It's called Find the Hair, H-A-R-E. This photo series was very well received by my professor, my classmates, and he told me, keep doing this. Keep taking photos of yourself in a rabbit mask, despite the fact that people are gonna think you're crazy, and show your work in as many galleries and events as possible. And that's exactly what I did. Soon after, I moved to San Diego, California, and I started showing my photos in events, art galleries, shows, endless, an endless run of events. And it was an incredible journey. I was able to make some sales. I was able to connect with people who liked my artwork, but I always knew that I wasn't in front of the right audience. I wasn't with the actual people that would appreciate what it is that I had created with this incredible form of self-expression. And then when I found out about NFTs last year, I realized what NFTs were doing for artists in the space. And I said, ooh, this could be, this could be it. This could be the group of people who align with what it is that I have created with Find the Hair. And this is one of the ways that I express in the space. I've been able to sell Find the Hair at an incredible price point because I have two collections on OpenSea. One is at a higher price point specifically targeted for collectors. The other is at a lower price point, which is created for my community members so they can support this endeavor. And what's been so amazing about having Find the Hair as an NFT is the unlockable content that I've included collections. So that higher price point is at the price point it's at because it's from the Genesis original project of Find the Hair. And it also includes a 30 minute coaching session with me a print of the NFT and a signed copy of my number one best-selling book, Soul Career Clarity. And I've been able to connect with an incredible collector in the space and build a relationship with him. And then the first person to ever invest in a Find the Hair NFT, I've been able to build a relationship with her as well. And that means more to me than just the sale of my artwork is the relationships that I've been able to build, express, find the hair in the NFT space. Ooh, gold. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I know that it speaks to a lot of people in terms of how to show up in the space. You showed up as your authentic self. And it, this is really incredible how you were able to really bring your, your past life, your past your previous, your pre-Web3 life, 
and what you're working on in that life into this Web3 space and find people that actually aligned with your vision and appreciated your value. So one question that comes to mind as you were navigating this space and putting together this incredible Genesis collection, what was your thought process in terms of how it would be received? Like, was there any doubt in your mind as to how you were going to show up and if, if it were to be received? Like, did you have any, any doubts at all? So one of the things that was interesting for me to navigate when I entered the space was at that time, I didn't see anyone talking about how to create a marketing plan or build community Uh, around your NFT drop. So when I created those two collections, I had no plan behind how I was going to market this product that I had just created. So you were experimenting. I was very much experimenting. And something that has been incredible to see over these last eight months is a major shift in that information in the space. Now, because it has progressed and then there's been more people in the space longer, there are actual plans on how to an NFT project, how to drop the project, how to build your community, how to connect with those who would align with your artwork. And so for me, that's been really interesting to go from a place where find the hair in the NFT space was an experiment. And it still is. And the reason why I'm keeping it in that space is because as an artist, something that was always very difficult for me and so many other artists is marketing your work, selling your work and having it become your job. I still want Find the Hair to become a, or to be a passion project and something that I continue to do. And when it comes up, in conversation with the right people, collectors who find value in my work, those are the people that invest in it. It is not something that I want to be actively marketing on my social media channels, etc. Because again, I want it to be something very organic and natural. I'm in a position in my life where I have revenue streams from other sources. So for me, this is not my main revenue stream. And again, I want to keep it in this fun, playful space so that the people who invest in it are people that I have aligned with very organically. Yes, I hear you on that. So it it sounds like what you're doing in the space is actually quite novel in the sense that you are creating a, you're creating a way or a template in a sense for others to follow or to at least inspire others on how to show up on their journeys. So as you're, as you're really figuring it out and now you're, you're honing these skill sets of yours, I'm curious to know how you are providing value to your community and using what you've garnered over the past year or so to onboard others into Web3. I appreciate this question so much because it is something that I've had to navigate over these past months in regards to coaching or consulting others in the space because I come from a business coaching background. 
I get inbound leads often from people who want me to coach or consult on their projects. And I don't work with anyone in that capacity. And the reason why is because I was very adamant when I entered the space about staying in my lane and being very realistic about the information I know in the space and the information I do not know in the space. So in the Freedom with NFTs Discord community, I do host live trainings every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And the trainings that I host are either based on topics from the business coaching space that people in my community have expressed that they need. So content creation, how to plan your week, how to plan your year, how to create a signature talk, how to get speaking gigs. Those are all things that I know from my web to life that I share with my community. You'll also find trainings that I deliver in the Freedom with NFTs community that are based off of my experiences and what I'm going through in this space. And I deliver those and my findings and my realizations and the connections that I've created and how I did that so that anyone who's listening can take away golden nuggets from those and then apply them to their lives. For me, that's very different than coaching people or consulting people. It's just sharing my experiences and then people can take from it what aligns with them. Mm. Gold, I, I hear that, and I, I see that a lot of value in that. I know many community mem community members have shared that they've gotten and received a lot of value from attending your this community and these sessions that you're putting on within these community within your community. So as you as you're developing out this 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 program or this uh, what, what what is the name of your your Wednesday Discord sessions? Do you have a name for them? Freedom with NFTs? Yeah, so this is all under the Freedom with NFTs umbrella. What originally started as just a podcast has turned into a platform that helps onboard and educate others into the space. So we have the Freedom with NFTs podcast. We have the Freedom with NFTs Discord community that hosts or that where I host live trainings every Wednesday at 1 p.m. And we also release blog articles and email blasts. Wow, gold, gold. So I'm curious to know as you're as you're creating this this hub, this Freedom with NFTs hub, how are you specifically working to onboard women in Web three? Because I know that that is another huge passion of yours. Can so you over the last over the last months, I've really taken note on the roadblocks and obstacles that women encounter as they enter the space. As we all know, at this point in time, Web3 is predominantly men. So I really take note of what the women in my community need help and support with. And I also realized a few months ago how important it is to document the women who are in the space now. In a male-dominated industry, the women who are here are truly pioneering, innovating, and making waves. And it's much more difficult for us to do these things. And with all of those thoughts and realizations, I said to myself, this is a major problem that we need to solve in the space. So when I went to ETH Denver, I went to ETH Denver with the intention of aligning with someone that had experiences and knowledge in areas that I didn't. 
And I met a really interesting person who has over 20 years experience as a film producer and editor in Hollywood. And when we met each other, I didn't know that that's what this person did. I was just very inspired and intrigued by this man because he knew a lot of information that I didn't know. So I just said to him, I want to work with you. He was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I don't know, but I want to work with you. So we need to figure it out. And then he asked to meet up with me two days later. When I saw him two days later, he said, what did you do the last two days? And I told him what I had done the last two days is I had been pounding the pavement for two days straight, speaking to every single vendor at ETH Denver, asking them if they're looking for more marketing opportunities. Because another objective that I had at ETH Denver was to align with a grant or a sponsor for the Freedom with NFTs podcast. Remember, I had $5,000 dedicated to the podcast and that money had tapped out. So in order to continue the project, I needed to get funding for it. And I shared what I had done over the last two days. And then this person said, wow, that is very impressive that you did that. He goes, why don't you sit down? So we sat down in two chairs. He brought out his laptop and he said, about four years ago, I wrote a documentary about the leading women of Web3, and I've been looking for a female lead, and I believe that is you. And I started crying and said, thank you so much. Let's figure this out. So after a few meetings, we both realized that we also wanted to solve some of the problems that I mentioned earlier for women as they enter the space. We wanted to provide them with the education strategy and support so that they can create successful Web3 projects. And something that he was very passionate about was creating a program for women to become full stack devs. So we created a platform called SheQuest. And the person that I'm referring through throughout the story, his name is Luis Flores Jr. He goes by Big Lou. SheQuest is dedicated to providing women with the education, strategy, and support needed to create a successful Web3 project, a program for women to become full-stack devs, as well as a documentary of the leading women of Web3. We started filming the doc documentary when I was in Los Angeles, California, about four weeks ago for NFT LA. We are at the beginning stages of SheQuest. We are looking at different options in regards to funding. We have started to put together our board of advisors who are incredible women in the space. And we've started to create the programs and we've started to figure out logistics for when we will start filming the documentary again at all of the upcoming NFT events that are taking place this summer. So this is a program or this is a project that obviously I'm very passionate about. And it's an all hands on deck project. So for anyone that's interested in getting involved in this, go to shequest.io slash get involved. We'd love to have your support. Gold, it does definitely sound like an all hands on project. It sounds like a lot of work, but it also sounds like you've aligned with and you're, or you're currently aligning with those who can support you in creating this vision, which is very essential with, just honing in on the fact that what you just shared uh, about a few minutes ago, the woman amount of women in the space is very sparse, right? With over 85% being male, don't quote me on the statistics, but with over 85% of people in the Web3 space being 
male and with the minority specifically minority women in the space being even lower significantly lower we need to start taking action to start to bring more people specifically women in web3 it's our job it's our responsibility you know it's interesting because when you look back in web2 and we see the problems that web2 had in regards to um the uh, difference in the uh, pay wages between men and women, how women were treated at work, the quantity of men that were hired for positions over women just because they were a woman, not because they were underqualified. And we look at those situations have been a part of, we truly have the opportunity now to change how businesses move forward. With that being said, we only have a limited amount of time for this shift to take place because Web3 technology will become mainstream within the next couple of years. So while we're in these beginning stages, if we do our due diligence on educating and onboarding women in this space, we can truly shift those statistics. And not only that, we can also shift places of the world that never had access to tools within the Web2 space. And that, to me, is absolutely amazing and so inspiring that we can. And that's another reason why we're so passionate about what we're doing at SheQuest is because we see the big picture here and we know that these programs and this documentary are going to change the lives of countless women around the world. So very true. And one thing that really, really um, aligns with me right now and what, what you're sharing is in this new space that we are building, there isn't a sense of diversity and inclusivity initiative, right? There isn't like in the corporate world, there's these D&I initiatives and there's a team or a board that helps to increase the diversity and the inclusivity in the space. But here in Web3, we are building this plane as we're driving it or as we're flying it. Mm -hmm. And so it's up to us to onboard those that we want to see in the space because we are creating this, this, this space that we are going to live in from here on out. This is the new, this is the new version of the internet. This is, this is here to stay. Um, and uh, for at least the near future, for the unforeseen future, right? We can't predict Absolutely. the future, but it's, but it's very important that we do our due diligence, like you said, in onboarding others into the space. So I'm curious to know, do you have any recommendations for those who are listening who are curious to know what their role is in in bringing more more diversity and inclusivity into the space create content create content put content out on TikTok Twitter start a podcast start a blog i want you to start with a medium that you're comfortable with right now sharpen your skills within that medium. So for example, if you're not comfortable on video, TikTok, you don't have to be on TikTok. Maybe you're comfortable with voice only, start a podcast. Or 
if you're just comfortable with copywriting, start a blog and use Twitter. Eventually, you're going to get more comfortable with these other platforms and you can use that content you already created as a guide or a template for when you eventually do video. Start a community. I shared earlier about Valerie who started the San Diego NFT Friends Discord community. That community has changed her life in a massive way and the lives of the people in the community in a massive way. Host meetups. Even if it's just you and one other person at a coffee shop in the town that you live in, that meetup could be the catalyst for massive change. Get on calls with people. Get on a call with someone, ask them questions, reach out to people, let them know, hey, new thing, I'm gonna host a meetup at this coffee shop, maybe you wanna come learn with me. It's technology. Mm. I see that it's changing other people's lives. I don't know how it's gonna change mine, but I have a feeling it will. Let's, let's figure this out together. There's a common thread here, a common theme to this thread of showing up, giving yourself permission to show up. And that's Just the show first up. step right there. That's the first step. So with all these projects that you share, the ones that, what you've currently created, what you're currently building, are there any other particular projects or ventures that you're currently working on that are on their horizon? Yes, there is a project that we've been de developing for a little bit now. It's called Leales, L-E-A-L-E-S, which means loyal in Spanish. I'm located in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, and the people that I'm working with on this project are also here in Cabo, so that's why we chose that word. And we're providing NFT services for the hospitality and tourism industry. And we are using the work that I did with Chow Chow Piadina in regards to a customer loyalty program, POOPs and NFTs. And we're taking that experience and we're providing it for the hotel, resort, tourism industry. And I'm really excited about this project because not only are we providing a way for this industry to heighten the experience of their current customer base and also attract new customers and build community around these art projects that they'll be launching, we're working with local artists who are based in the region of these hotels. So we're working with an individual that is a spectacular creator and we're taking what they have created and we're putting it on chain. We're getting it in front of the eyes of so many people that wouldn't have seen their artwork otherwise. Changing what can happen for that individual. And that's why I'm so excited about what we're doing with Leales is because we're combining so many incredible things to create an end result that will impact so many people. Gold, I'm curious to know how we can get involved with Lialis NFT. So check out Lialis NFT by going to lialis.io and reach out to me. My Twitter is at Lauren Turton underscore L-A-U-R-E-N-T-U-R-T-O-N underscore. And let me know what skill sets you have, what you can contribute. And who knows, you might be become a part of the Lealis team. Gold, gold. You shared with us so many incredible golden nuggets, some incredible insights and light here with us today. Are there any other, any other information, any other pieces of advice that you would like to share with our golden tribe today? 
for anyone who's just starting out in the space, set aside a dedicated amount of time per day to absorb content in this space. So if it's one hour, you have a wonderful podcast that you're listening to right now, Golden Meta Sessions with Doc Peace. You have another podcast, Freedom with NFTs, hosted by me, Lauren Turton. Another great way to absorb content in this space is TikTok. Find peace, find myself on TikTok, and then look at who we follow and absorb their content. And just start spending time in this space. And then from there, find action on. Maybe you want to create your own NFT project. Maybe you want to volunteer to be a community manager of another project. Maybe you say, you know what? I want a job in this space and take the steps needed to land a job in this space, but find one, one goal to start with, take action on that. And then from there, it's going to evolve into so much more. Gold. So education, give yourself an opportunity to get educated in the space, start building connections and learn, and then take action on something that is in alignment with your vision. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you so very much, Lauren Turton, for joining us here on Golden Meta Sessions with Dog Peace. We really enjoyed you, your presence and your light and your golden insights that you share with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Doc Peace. It's always an honor to connect with you and your audience. You're so very welcome. Stay gold. Stay gold. Thank you for listening to Golden Meta Sessions with Dog Peace. I hope you got that dose of inspiration you were welcoming. Remember to subscribe. New episodes drop weekly every Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. As always, reminding you, it is you who ultimately chooses to consciously express and be gold, a genuine, original, loving dreamer, as you boldly step into the metaverse and achieve your version of success. I'm your host, Doc Peace. What an honor it is to journey with you into NFTs. Stay gold.